Welcome to The Culture Creator, where we vibe out about the happenings in hip-hop culture and how it affects the black community. I'm your host, Ty Marie. Thanks for tuning in. guys um on this episode like i mentioned on the the last we're gonna talk about kylie miley and katie perry um i consider them like the three horsemen of cultural appropriation um and we're gonna go through what that means um to black women and how you know cultural appropriation in the last couple years has been rampant um maybe just with the presence of social media really um being able to highlight those um from a you know comment standpoint from a just picture standpoint so we're going to get into all of that um but i want to start with the fact that you know this topic could get a little heated um you know i have said in the past that this is not a show or not a podcast for just um african americans but at the same time this is about our experience so or at least my experience as a black woman uh living in la and an american in general so you know just understand that there might be things that are a little touchy um and understand that it's coming from a place of actual experience and not some you know not trying to be at all um negative against one race or the other so in terms of like what cultural appropriation is i feel like it's something that people the reason it's such a controversial topic is because people don't really understand like what the definition is and I really was exposed to the topic of cultural appropriation in art school when I was at UCLA um and I'll never forget watching this video of it was a um like performance art art piece and I don't remember the artist but I do remember very vividly there was it was called like a happening so there was a lot of people in um, like a common area and they all got naked and were doing dance moves that were very similar to like African tribal dances but they were doing it in a way of like going back to like primitive savage you know identity and it just it was so disturbing and to to have something that means one thing and for someone to take it and completely change it and like kind of claim it um it, it was one of the most unsettling videos i've ever seen and i've seen a lot of performance art but in terms of cambridge's uh definition um the act of taking or using things from a culture that is not yours especially without showing that you understand or respect this culture now again it's subjective i guess you could say based on who you are and your own experiences but we're going to talk about three um white women who in my opinion have used and abused the black culture specifically hip-hop culture um to their advantage and then they don't give two shits about what we go through and the reason i'm using women um trust me there's a lot of white men um that i find can be in this topic as well but as a woman, I want to speak about my experience and why, you know, that specific tar- uh, topic bothers me and bothers women like me. So we're going to start with Kylie. And I speak of Kylie Jenner of the Jenner Kardashian clan. And for me, where she really, you know, starts this conversation is she pretty much built her body to look like a black woman. Um, her makeup, 
is way darker than her skin tone. Um, you can say it, it's to appear tan. Um, but, you know, to deny that Kylie is such a cultural appropriator to me is just a false... I think it's people do people deny that she's a part of that conversation because they don't want to admit that they're the fact that they don't even see it and they don't want to admit it is part of the problem um so you know throughout history black women have been told that their lips are too big their ass and thighs are too fat uh, but she gets surgery in both of those areas whether she wants to you know admit it or not um and then she gets praised for it like she's a new kim k um well let me not go down there with Mrs. West, but, you know, I just, I don't understand how she can deny one getting plastic surgery. That's a whole nother topic, um, and how that really negatively affects the image, like, your body image as a young woman, especially given how young her fans are, um, but for her to do that, and then, you know, she has no shame in accepting the praise and admiration that she gets, while her best friend, Jordan, uh, a young black woman is constantly fat shamed on social media. Um, I've seen things about, you know, Kylie, you Photoshop your pictures. Why don't you at least help your friend out and Photoshop hers? Like stuff like that is, is what we go through. Like we literally go through, oh, you're too fat. You're too that. Your ass is too big. You're too curvy. You're shaped like this. You're shaped like that. Yet someone in the limelight, usually a white woman does it. And she is praised. She is, you know, a goddess for that. Um, and it, it's just really disheartening. And I think it really does create a sense of self-hate for women who have self-esteem issues because you see what's in the media and what's accepted, what's praised, and it's not you. Um, but it is you because you have all of those features and you were born with them, yet you're not seen as that, that spokesperson or that poster child for a big ass and in a, in a positive way. Um, you know. I just don't feel like Kylie gives credit or at least if credit is given to her on something that she doesn't deserve the credit for, she doesn't say anything. She just accepts the credit for it and takes it as if, you know, she did something like the trend of braid and long acrylic nails, you know, that to me, I'll never forget. She had a, a picture, like a mirror selfie with that and said, like, I woke up like this or something like that. And Amanda uh, Senberg. I might say that wrong, but, um, an actress, young black actress, really, you know, um, an activist, feminist, uh, confronts her directly on social media and commented and her exact response, Kylie's exact response to her was mad. If I don't mad, if I do go hang out with Jaden or something, um, well one bitch or big mad, but the fact that that's her response, she couldn't even have an educated conversation. Even if she didn't agree with what Amanda had to say, she could not have an educated conversation. She goes to go hang with Jaden or something. And Jaden at the time was hanging out with Amanda and Jaden is Kylie's ex-boyfriend. Again, a black man. So I think that's interesting that, you know, that's her response. It shows to her immaturity and just ignorance on the topic, to be honest with you. Um, but she does make a good point of, you know, damned if I do, damned if I don't. But when have you done so that you were damned? That's where I didn't kind of see the correlation there. But, you know, I'm sorry. Well, in fact, I'm not sorry. Um, but Kylie stands. please stop saying, well, black girls wear white girl hairstyles. Um, let's be clear. And I don't mean to be offensive. I just am trying to be extraordinarily blunt with you. Neither blonde nor straight are unique to white people. 
let's just get that out there, please. Um, my cousin, green eyes, blonde hair, nappy isn't what she wants it to be, but that's what it is. Uh, I have cousins that all have straight, dark hair. It, it, it is what it is. It's not a white thing. And weaves, number one, no one is wearing Caucasian bundles, so please stop saying Beyonce needs to, you know, stop wearing her hair. Please don't. Um, and you guys wear weaves all the damn time. You just call it extensions, but we see your little clip-in tracks too, boo. Again, sorry, not sorry. Um, it's just, it's offensive when, you know, oh, you don't, like, I have curly hair. Oh, you don't have black hair. Like, I digress, but, like, please stop saying that. Like, don't compare when we say Kylie is, you know, appropriating black culture by the some of the, some of the hairstyles she's wear, she's wearing, and then your response is, well, black girls do that with white people hair. No, we don't, so stop. Um, you know, obviously the double standard between white and black women existed before Kylie was even born because she's a toddler, but to accept that you are appropriating another culture to live for those moments someone comments on your page ignorantly saying melanin goddess to date black men and never stand up for the black man or woman, you, Kylie Jenner, are a capital offender and I can't wait for somebody to put you in your place and you go back to, you know, wearing properly toned foundation. And now we move on. Now, Miss Miley Cyrus, um, I've had a problem with you for a really long time um, since you made that little crossover, but uh, your offense is using black culture to expand your fan base, exploit and demean black women while being all up on black men just to go white again and just hip hop. Um, you know, I'm not the biggest Nicki Minaj fan, but Miley, what's good? Uh, so what really struck a nerve for me is when she was doing an interview recently, um, and decided to take shots at hip hop. Um, you know, saying that she was impressed by Humble, by her own Kung Fu Kenny, great song, um, because it wasn't, and I quote, come sit on my dick and suck my cock. But weren't you the one having women twerk on stage while you had a large strap on attached to you and your breasts out, I'll wait. And if we rewind a tad, around the time her now, again, fiance, I want to say Liam Hemsworth, dropped that ass, she came to the hip-hop scene, worked with Mike Will Made It. I mean, I can't even begin to tell you how annoyed I would get seeing her in those videos with the, you know, the grills, hi y'all, part, with my, like all that. But again, I digress. Um, she used she just used us when it benefited her and then completely trashed us and then people don't understand how that's called cultural appropriation like using our culture to your benefit and then when you are done then tossing it and pretty much shitting on it and i'm sorry to be so vulgar right now but it's really like I, she strikes a nerve a little bit more than kylie even though i have a bigger issue with kylie but you know, I, there's something about Miley Cyrus and her just, her refusal to understand what she's doing, and it's so obvious to me. I don't know. But we're at number three. The captain of the culture jacker squad, Katy Perry. Now, she likes to hide behind her actions by saying she's appreciative of culture that's the case girl go stay in your lane you know i i've been a katie fan since i kissed a girl came out i don't i like still remember exactly where i was 
Um, when I first heard that song, I had a volleyball tournament and I was with some of my team and my friend played it and I just was like, wow, this is like so edgy. This is, you know, so different, you know, then she was, uh, dating Trabby, um, from gym class heroes. And, you know, she was just, I don't know. They made a very cute couple that, you know, it was never like she was trying to be a black girl. She just did her own thing. She had, she was, you know, pale. She had that dark black hair. She had that kind of like pinup girl, you know, thing going about her. And then she was like, you know, the teeny bop image. Um, and I don't know. I thought that that was her. It, it seemed to work for her. And now we get to present day and her song, This Is How We Do It. Now, if anybody is listening, I'm going to hope and pray that you have heard the original by Montel Jordan. Um, sidebar, I had a dance at work that I had to do for a celebration um, when I got, when I did something good. Um, and the first song that I thought was, okay, I'm going to do it too. This is how we do it. Um, I had all my old school dance moves that I learned from my mom. I'm a 90s baby, you know. Um, but it, it was that's just something that's like always been a part of my childhood like that song and its association to certain movies and just Montel Jordan in general and his like image uh, it's a hip-hop classic and she did I guess I'd like to call it a parody at this point and no pun intended because her name is Katy Perry but <laughs> to me it was like the biggest diss to just black people period um I'm surprised it didn't get as much uproar as I thought it should have, but she's literally holding watermelon in the beginning of the video. Um, like you do know we see you, right? Like you're you are in the camera. Um, I. She then starts talking in well later in the video she starts talking in some weird voice that's like hella ghetto, and it's like girl you kissed a girl and you liked it just stick to that please and thank you. Um, it just it it the fact that she thinks that's okay when your fan base is not just white girls, like, again, I'm a black woman and loved Katy Perry, past tense, um, and the fact that she doesn't think that, you know, in the moment when she's doing that, and she has clearly a terrible team around her, but in the moment when she's saying these things, it's like, do you not understand the potential impact, um, and, you know, outside of this video, she's also offended both the Asian and Native American communities, um, with some of her wardrobe and performance, uh, theme choices, you know, there was a performance she did where she was dressed like a geisha, um, and, you know, she was doing a lot of shuffling and, and bowing, and it's just like, that's not respectful. You know, she has tried to say that she's appreciating culture, and, you know, that by emulating certain things and using certain references to other cultures, other cultures, that she's doing them a service by bringing, like, attention to them, and it's like, that's another issue. You think you're you know white girl self by you know giving us some playtime, you're in, like embracing and empowering us no you can't tell us you don't even know and I, I say us as people of color not just black people um you don't know what it's like to be us you don't know our culture you don't know any of that so how is that at all not a hundred percent for your gain um you know I, she's like Miley in the sense that they, like I said, they went from teeny bop or teeny pop, whatever, girly girl, to dancing like an idiot when she performed with Migos. Like, Katie, I thought she was, she was, like, high on something because, like, she just looked silly. 
Um, and I have half a mind to be mad at Migos for even working with her, but I guess get your coins. But it does bring up a point of the fact that, like, we have a tendency to not necessarily, like, punish those that do, you know, that I would say practice a culture, uh, you know, cultural appropriation. Um, we still make videos with them. We, you know, Michael made it. Like, that was, like, in my opinion, I thought him and Miley were going to start dating at one point. Um, the amount that he repped her and like that was she was like the girl among like the team of guys and I don't know there was something like really disheartening about the fact that it's always black men that embrace these women um and it just goes back to the topic that I brought up last time with uh Kendrick um and the backlash he got from black women but I think part of the reason black women have such an issue with this topic is because of the of our black men not understanding it so you know i don't think this is just an education for or this you know conversation is educational just for whites i honestly think black men need to understand their part in this situation especially when it comes to hip-hop culture um now i know i said i was talking about three horsemen of the cultural apocalypse but i feel like i'm letting my personal taste in music um kind of dictate me not talking about the fourth horseman (laughs) Iggy and the crazy part is is I really like Iggy um which is why she wasn't originally a part of this episode but you know I can't say I can't make a comment about Katy Perry's you know when she's trying to talk like she's a black girl um, or what she thinks black girls talk like, cause that's not it. Um, I can't not say she's pulling an Iggy because at the end of the day, Iggy's Australian. And when you hear her rap, she sounds like she's trying to sound like she's from ATL. But I mean, she did start hanging out with TI and his crew like at 16. And since then, you know, that's been what she's been around. Um, but I think it could be very interesting from a cultural perspective to see where the two meet. Uh, maybe the subject matter of Atlanta, cause she's been around there and the subject matter of hip hop, but with her Australian flair, that's culture as well. Um, you know, while she's not, while she's obviously trying, oh, I'm not going to say she's embracing black culture cause it, I can't say that even though I want to. Um, while she's using black culture to her advantage, it's like she's also putting down her native culture when it comes to Australia. And obviously, you could say Australia, Caucasian, same thing. They're all in the same boat. But at the same time, given that there's, um, you know, an accent difference, that's in, that to me is cultural. Um, so she could definitely use that to her advantage, given that it's hers she is Australian. No one can take that away from her. Um, she also is rumored to have body modifications around having a bigger ass. Now she's admitted to getting a boob job and her nose done. So props to you, Iggy, for at least admitting that. Cause according to Kylie, she's had the longest period ever because that's why her boobs are so big. I wish I had that problem. Psych. Um, but I don't know. I feel like, yeah, 
I, I, I can't, and I apologize for sounding so conflicted and like I'm in the middle of my thought process, but it is the case. I, I think Iggy does have that issue with, you know, getting her butt done and, um, again, emulating a black woman's body. You know, she has a song where the entire video, it's her twerking or, and people around her twerking. Um, but she does it in a different way that I felt like Miley did it. Like, I felt like Miley was doing it. Like, she had a midget on stage. She had some really tall girl. Um, and I, I just felt like she was doing it as, like, sh- like a sideshow type, like, you know, freak show. That's how I felt like she was. Not that I feel like those people belong in that category. I feel like that's how she was portraying them. Like, putting them, like, on stage to perform, but not in the sense of this is a performance, but to perform within the performance performance I'm not sure if that makes sense but I just felt like she was putting on an act and like kind of like pointing or making fun at you know certain like cultures and certain like not I don't want to say disabilities but just pointing out kind of like really odd things to highlight um I'm not going to act like we didn't all see her performance with Robin Thicke. I go back to Miley, you know. Um, It just, there, it's super raunchy and I'm all down for female empowerment and do what you want, Team Amber Rose, but it becomes like an act. Um, And then it progressed into something that felt like she was like kind of, humiliating black women that she was bringing on stage because the way she was doing it was so distasteful i think iggy does in a little bit more of a tasteful way but she still if i'm being honest to myself and with you guys she still has that issue of cultural appropriation um i think it just for her she's just naive to see it because she's been more a part of the culture than kylie miley and katie um that's just my opinion when it comes to iggy um I think she definitely has her issues. Don't get me wrong. Her accent, Jack, you know, kind of rubbed me the wrong way a couple of times. But I don't know. There's something a little bit more genuine about her than about the other three. Um, because Iggy's came in that way. She's always been that way. Where Kylie, Miley, and Katie didn't start that way. And I don't think they'll be, you know, super hip-hop. And I say that with air quotes. Um... They're not going to be like that in, say, five, ten years. I feel like once they've, they're have they done with it, they'll go back. They're, you know, when I say done with it, I mean they're wringing our culture out for literally everything they can get. We'll drop it and move on. That's what I think is going to happen. I feel like Iggy's not going to do that, though. Um, I don't think she really has a choice not to do that because she is a rapper, you know. Um... But I'd be really interested to hear what you guys have to say. Um, Again, this is a really passionate topic of mine, mostly because I feel that, I don't know, I'm not going to say I've been targeted by uh, cultural appropriation, but the conversation has come up so much um, that I I feel like it's not being talked about by the right people, in front of the right people, it's not being challenged. I don't know. I feel like we have a lot of work to do to really educate why there's issues and when they're when it's appropriate. Like there is like appreciation for different cultures, but wearing a headdress to Coachella is not it. 
you know, imposing with your, your hand over your mouth as if you were doing like an Indian, you know, stereotypical communicate, like that's not okay. Um, and I think we learn as we make those mistakes, but what I don't see these women doing is owning up to it. You know, if you've been called out for being a cultural appropriator, cultural appropriator, then you need to recognize that. You have a position of privilege and that comes with a certain level of, you know, fame, acceptance to what you do. However, that doesn't mean that you have to be ignorant and naive to the fact that what you're being praised for is not yours. You didn't start it. You know, Kim Kardashian did not start the pierced nails. Have you guys ever seen the music video with Janet Jackson and Busta Rhymes? What's it going to be? Janet, oh, she had them nails on point. I just can't, I can't ignore, I can't ignore what's going on in the media and and the praise that these women are getting. I can't because what it's doing is young black girls are they're looking at the praise and they're looking at themselves like, well, that's me, but I'm being told I'm ugly, you know? And black femininity is such a, it's fragile. And I say it's fragile because, you know, it's fetishized. Um, We're attacked for it, but again, people want it. Back in 1800s, you know, women wore bustles under their dress and made them look bad ass because that's what the slaves had and that's what the slaves masters wanted. But you're like, they're, they're praised for it and while we're condemned and it's been decades and centuries, yet it's the same thing. But now with social media, I just feel like it's way more prevalent. So I think we have a responsibility to educate people who are riding that line you know, call them out, let them, call them out and let them know why, educate them. So this is an issue moving forward, but it is an issue and we need to talk about it. So talk to me guys, would love to hear from you in regards to this topic. Again, super big passion of mine. You can always reach me on social media. Um, you know, Instagram is a great way, but you know, just to have better, dialogue, I guess you could say, tiny timerie, tie spelled with an E, um, T-Y-E, uh, at Twitter, on Twitter would definitely be a good way to start conversations. Thanks so much for tuning in. I know this was a little bit of a hot and heavy topic. Um, and I hope, you know, no one was offended, but if you were like, let's talk about it. I want to know why. Um, I want to know what your thoughts are, how you've been affected, or if you don't get it, like I want to talk about it. So feel free to hit me up. Um, you know, my, my social media, tiny timery, it's where it's at. And I look forward to hearing from you. Um, and tune in next time. We are going to talk a little bit, um, the next two episodes, again, we're going to keep this theme about the ladies. Um, and we are going to talk about, uh, the Nicki Minaj and Remy Ma beef. I know it seems a little past due, but I think it has to do with, um, women in hip hop more so than it does them as individuals and what it means to be queens um, versus the queen. What is really hip hop? What it is is multiple queens hip hop or is is there one queen bee? And if if so, who is that queen bee? 
Um, we're also going to be diving into a little bit about Amber Rose and the issue with slut shaming um, on social media and just in general. Um, and then after that, we're going to get into more uh, old school hip hop topics and uh, talk a little bit more about Kendrick Lamar while we talk about, you know, what it's like to be a, a hypocrite in L.A. Again, I look forward to hearing from you guys and tune in next time. Thank <laughs> you.